0: This is the news. Also, thank you very much for tuning into the Halloween special. And if you haven't watched it, watch it. This is the news. California Governor Gavin Newsom was caught on video running over a child during a pickup basketball game during his trip to China. In what was the latest example of a politician plowing through a young
1: Asian boy. (laughs) All right. Former CNN anchor Brian Stelter has detailed Tucker Carlson's firing from Fox News in his new book titled Network of Lies. As a follow-up, Stelter now plans to tell the story behind his own exit from Cable News, titled I'm Gross. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. friend star Matthew Perry died at the age of 54 over the weekend. Perry grew up in Ontario and actually went to high school with Justin Trudeau. Upon hearing the news of his passing, Trudeau announced a countrywide moment of blackface.
2: Beautiful.
1: Yeah, it was was nice. Touching. After facing conservative backlash over spokesperson Dylan Mulvaney, Bud Light is attempting a comeback, focusing on concerts and sporting events. This is a departure from their old marketing strategy of preying on human suffering. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Harry Potter author J.K. Rowling said she'd happily serve prison time in the UK for refusing to say trans women are women. Upon hearing this, many of the female inmates could barely
1: hide their erections. A UCLA study has found that Gen Z Americans want to see fewer people of color represented as villains in TV and motion pictures. To which Hollywood executives responded, what fucking movies have you been watching? <laughs> <laughs> and
0: welcome to Normal World. I'm Dave Landau and today we are joined by special guest, Matt McClowry. I'm Matt McClowry. And of course we have Angela.
2: Hi, of course.
0: How are you, Angela? I'm great. How was your Halloween? Spooky. Ooh. We watched the new
2: Exorcist movie.
0: How was it? Terrible. I had a feeling. It was not good. <laughs> but you know what? You were spot on about uh, Hellraiser.
2: Right? Wasn't it good? Yes,
0: it was. I enjoyed I, it. I did not think it would have been, but I was very pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Oh, well, good. I felt bad for that guy almost.
2: A little. Yeah. But like...
0: He uh... deserved it, but yeah. also you're like... You'd That's l- bad.
1: A <laughs> few years with that in you. Oof. I know you didn't see it. No. No, I caught the very beginning of Halloween Four on AMC, right before nodding off to bed. I like that. You is like that, that the one?
2: One that Michael's not in.
1: No, Michael's Street. in this one. Street. It's just Michael, Donald Pleasance, no Jamie Lee Curtis, and a little deaf girl.
2: Oh, it's the little deaf girl one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and Donald Pleasance is, I believe, he's
0: blackout drunk in all of them except <laughs> for one. And the rest of them, he's just (laughs) making money to afford his wine habit. (laughs) He's pretty honest about it, too. Like, he's just hammering all of them, like, Michael. Right? You're like, why is he stumbling up the stairs? You're like, I think they had to fake shoot him just to Mm -hmm. do the scene.
2: Is that an acting (laughs) choice? Yeah, he's like,
1: Michael. Like, I'm a classically trained Shakespearean actor I didn't want this no, <laughs> I just took the role
0: I would needed the money for an. well you'd think too it was like a slasher film it hadn't been made yet
1: mm-hmm. and he saw what it was and was probably like what have I done
0: <laughs>
1: and then by part five I think he died well, you'd think you do it as a lark it's a job but then it catches on and then that, you're trapped in it forever and now you're just Dr. Loomis hmm,
0: what are you going to do that the worst thing, though. No, you could be the guy who played Mike Myers. <laughs> where you're just whatever that is. We're you could be Michael her. Myers. That's true. You could actually be the kid. You could have made the Love Guru.
2: <laughs> That's the worst.
0: Yeah, you could. <laughs> yeah, you could have made a movie that ruined your career to the point that nothing will save you. <laughs> he hasn't been able to come back.
2: No.
1: He says it's the happiest time of his life now because he has children. Though he's
0: That's on good. the Gong
2: yeah. Show.
1: Oh, is he? Yeah, Dana Carvey has made a resurgence, and Michael Myers
0: has sort of.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, he always seemed outside of those other guys, and I just found out that he didn't. Ev- I, I noticed he never did a sketch with Adam Sandler because apparently he didn't think Adam Sandler was funny. But right. he got he got along with him very well, and like when Adam Sandler found out he was having kids, he sent him this like really beautiful text that he said was like the most beautiful thing he'd ever heard about how when you have kids, it's like being in love for the first time when you're 12 years old, but you just feel that way all the time. You find this part of your house that you didn't know you had, and it's inside your own heart, which is the most beautiful thing I've ever heard from the guy who also wrote at a medium pace. (laughs) 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 That's so true, though. Which we we all contain multitudes, you know? Well, yeah. Well, Adam Sandler is also...
0: Excellent. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, people really don't... For a long time, people just didn't give him the credit he deserved, but I kind of love the idea that he just went on vacation with the studio's money. They were like, what do you think about this script? He's like, I don't know, can I film it in uh, African <laughs>
1: Safari? Can I give all my friends Bugattis? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, how about in Hawaii and I'll do yeah, 50 yeah. first dates? What an asshole.
0: <laughs> yeah, what
1: a dick. <laughs> yeah, he just, <laughs> he just took billionaires' money. Well, it's like they've... A- a- like in in the 1995, the twentieth season was supposed to be the worst of all time, and now you look at that like the golden age, and all it took was you know <laughs> a quarter century of pure shit. Well, yeah.
2: <laughs> and then you come right back with uncut gems and restore everybody's respect in you.
1: That's what I love about him. Mm. That's, That's f- the thing is like he he'll he makes ten pieces of ten, he'll do like a decade of pieces of shit, and then a
2: prestige <laughs>
1: movie just.
0: Well, yeah, he'll do Punch Drunk Love, and you'll be like, oh yeah, he's really versatile, and then you'll kind of, then he'll do jack uh, and jill yeah playing twisted with
1: your sister
0: which is <laughs> Matt Holt had a great story where he was he was at um oh uh, what is the quentin tarantino movie uh, inglorious bastards and this guy goes that is the worst movie i have ever seen and he stands up and he has a jack and jill t-shirt <laughs> on <off. laughs> And Matt Holt said he couldn't even control it. He was laughing so hard at the guy.
2: <laughs> they made Jack and Jill t shirts. Yeah.
0: yeah, apparently. Apparently, oh, and God. he's the one guy who got one. I guess he went to the premiere, which I bet Adam Sandler didn't even attend. <laughs> but yeah, Uncut Gems was so good. That was one of the. Oh, man. Until I lived it. <laughs> <laughs> now it's just watching an hour and a half mirror <laughs> hopefully it ends different only time will tell. anyway oh what did i say that out loud again <laughs> god i have problems uh well so let's get into halloween right I'll tell you that and garrett must have eaten too much candy because he's not in today to candy sick there. candies he's got a candy hangover which is what they call diabetes Secretary of State Anthony Blinken dressed his son as Ukraine President Zelensky for a Halloween event at the White House, and his daughter wore a dress with the colors of Ukraine.
1: I feel like dressing as Zelensky in 2023 is like dressing as a Ninja Turtle the year Power Rangers came out. Yeah, wearing two braids in the 1930s in Germany.
0: (laughs) Heidi Klum also dressed as a peacock for Halloween. I was hoping those things just ate her. (laughs) She looks (laughs) more like Blue Beetle. Yeah, she's not well. She's a supermodel. Mm. Either age really well or it's just a disaster.
1: I don't know. I think Halloween costume parties are relatively benign when you think about the paganistic rituals that celebrities are into, by and large. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. It's probably more. Wait, wait, I'll to talk about that. I I think it's okay. It's
0: okay here. Oh, okay. Here it's yeah. I, I think we're okay. There's a lot of Christians here. Okay. But I do have to go out into show business. Yeah. <laughs> do we? Oh, and her husband was an egg. Was her egg.
2: It's <laughs> <That's> disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bowl of cottage cheese.
0: It's actually Brian Stelter. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote by a by book. It. Brian Stelter. <laughs> Give me kisses. <laughs> Give me bird kisses.
2: <laughs> I wanna know if those people just like walked with her all night and like
0: Oh, they probably did. I like, mean what, do you, what do you Fashion and
1: Halloween I I like Halloween. That's what uh, you know, remember
2: that, that's what
1: a, a alien from the movie cocoon would look like if they really lived in Florida. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Oh cocoon.
1: Well, my favorite costume, you
0: always have to pick mm-hmm. a fave, and uh, that would be these two kids. That's Ocean Gate.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it.
0: I think it's real well. Done. I think it's respectful. I think it's funny because if you're a billionaire, no one cares if you die. Mm-hmm. It's just it's an interesting phenomenon.
2: Also, that costume is more well done than the actual. <laughs> Ocean Gate,
0: That's actually so. true. <laughs> had they had a remote control from a Sega, it may
1: not have gone as well. Ugh! What did you go as? Uh, I went as a neglectful father writing for a comedy show. Oh, yeah?
0: How'd
1: it go? (laughs) Uh, Relatively more fun than if I'd been there. Yeah, that's cool. That's what my wife says about most of that thing. She knows I'm not fun, so she enjoys herself. But she went to Disney, right? Yes, well she went to Di- Yeah, she went to Disney with her family and my daughter who dressed she had a uh Belle costume, which is cute cuz my daughter's Annabelle, so I get to call her Baby Belle like the cheese. And then later on she was Bingo from Bluey. I saw. Yeah. So that's a very adorable.
0: Yeah. What about you?
2: What did I go as? Yeah. Uh a <laughs> uh, a demon? What kind? Uh like okay, so we dressed my daughter up as the devil. And we were like her hellish uh, henchmen. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I like right. that. The chat's blowing up. Awesome. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Neat.
0: Yeah. There's, I should have lied. Yeah. Angels.
2: Should, <laughs> yeah.
0: You should have just I <laughs> should have went with Mother Teresa. <laughs> yeah. she, uh, well,
2: she's worse than the demons. Oh yeah,
0: that's true. She turned out to be kind of uh, a no good nick. Mm. Right.
1: I heard th- I've heard things. Yeah, you you never know though what's real or what's fake. Yeah, you don't. I like to I like to reserve judgment. I until don't think I'd, you'll ever meet her. <laughs> well, until I know more, At I don't least like
0: until you get to hell. I,
1: I I don't I don't like to pop off on things. I'm not. I'm not particularly sure about. Which is weird. How I ended up in this line of work. Yeah, it's crazy. Because yeah. I'm on a political channel, <laughs> and
0: I know very. I mean, tons about it. Tons <laughs> of very well versed in this line of work. Um, you and everyone else in the business. <laughs> yeah, nobody's just reading off a script. Uh yeah my son was gizmo he was was pretty cool how great was that it was fantastic just a full blow-up gizmo costume and he's dancing around it was really good how did
2: he see i had so many questions about that costume actually uh,
0: he said that he he had to work it because it was apparently for a little bit bigger kids okay (laughs) so he had to work it where he could just see out of one of the eyes (laughs) and then he was trick-or-treating and uh he loved it though yeah and then uh after a little while, he wanted to get more candy, so he came home and changed into a blue scary bear mask and then decided <laughs> to do his last jaunt down the big candy bar street where he was completely free of any sort of... It uh, was completely uninhibited by a giant costume that's inflated, but it was pretty cool.
2: <laughs> the fan inside it.
0: But like, people had haunted houses and stuff. It was so cool, like... The Jeepers Creepers guy was chasing him down the streets. The director? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the actual guy who made the film, the pedo. Uh, he lives four blocks. Down. <laughs> it turns out we weren't even supposed to be. He wasn't even supposed to be giving out candy, no. and we had to call the police. A whole thing. Yeah. He just came to your door because yeah. he had to tell you he lived there.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it's just
0: it's like that SNL sketch with Will Forte. Yeah, I'm a pedo. Is that your costume? <laughs> uh, sort of. <laughs> Yeah, we had a we have cool neighbors though where like they put on like one guy has uh it's like a butcher shop and like pig's heads hanging there and like Michael Myers is stabbing at you, and like I don't know, it's really cool like everybody kind of gets into it. And then they do the same for Christmas. It's like all overdone. And my other neighbor who's a police chief is like Clark Griswold where he just his electric bill has to be like 30 grand. And it's He's like, a police chief, it's not. Uh well, you're it's a good point, yeah. <laughs> I also wonder how up and up he is. <laughs> or I'm kidding. I know you. I know you're on the tech. Um, no, he loves Christmas. So it's like he does the roof, the everything, and sta- you know staples. Mm. Anyway, I maybe it's just me.
1: I like I like he's Clark. He's like Clark Griswold because they're both prone to saying racist things and alienating people they work with. Exactly. <laughs> Has he burned every bridge? Also, they—they they both have offended a Donald Glover type.
0: Forty-three-year-old <laughs> <laughs> Michael Yafan Wen
1: of—you uh, read it, Matt. I don't care. Michael Yafan Wen of Manhattan, New York, was arrested after he allegedly pointed a gun at a six-year-old's head. The boy had dropped off a Halloween goodie bag at the wrong home and went to retrieve it. He was charged with menacing and second-degree endangering the welfare of a child.
2: Look at that smug face, too. <laughs> Let me see
1: it. Let me see it
0: again. Bring
2: it back up. He looks happy about it.
1: Well, was the gun loaded? That's important.
2: He, he doesn't
1: look happy. He looks
0: shit-faced.
2: Oh, Maybe, I don't know, half of his face looks like it's melting off, so I don't know.
1: Why would you pull a gun on a kid? Well, he, he wanted them to get back to work. Well, that's true. He did <laughs> finish making shoes
3: <laughs>
0: pumpkin spice is racist, mm. The Washington Post recently claimed that pumpkin spice is racist. The article states that the spice is fraught with colonizer history. This is, the, this is a reference to how the Dutch East India Trading Company conquered an island of access to nutmeg in the 1600s. The, this is what no one would know. No one in America is smart enough to realize this historically. The article also acknowledged that if we didn't consume food that hadn't been touched by
1: slavery and indigenous displacement, we wouldn't be eating a lot of food. Well, it's great. Pumpkin spice lattes are racist. Drink black coffee like a grown up. All right. Yeah, have some tea. Uh, well, it doesn't even sound racist to me. It sounds like a melting pot. You know, that sounds like cultures culture coming together oh yeah, it, it sounds, the thing. The thing about it is, too, it's like I don't believe the person who wrote that believes that. <laughs> I think the only hate coming there is the hate clicks from the people who read this shit just to see it for themselves. Don't you? Nobody.
0: Yes, of course. It's who would just actually? A
1: cottage believe? industry of insane bullshit, so people like us can talk about it on shows. So thank you very much. Keep doing it. Well, first of all, I didn't go and buy UGG boots
0: and a fur coat so I couldn't drink pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> You know how I basic
1: bitch all winter. What else am I supposed to do?
2: I think that this is an attack fa- on white women. <laughs> With your
1: tech is. vest wearing husband who's fat and you're too yes. attractive for? <laughs>
0: That's correct. Yeah. In my Range Rover that has a BLM sticker on the back, but I would
1: never drive through those neighborhoods. <laughs> I, just, who, I just, It's not a thing. Yeah, hey, it has no home here, but it does, come, it does visit for coffee. What food hasn't been <laughs> touched by slaves? The crop. Yeah, I mean well, what, well, what currently? Well, well, what what phone that you wrote that article on yeah, exactly. wasn't either. Right. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you're talking about modern, what piece yeah, of clothing are phone you wearing? <laughs> I mean, these weren't people that, that phone was made by a guy who pulled a gun on a 6-year-old, all right? Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. Weren't the at least the kids allowed
0: to play back in those days? <laughs> like the ones now just go right into the business. <laughs> Whether that be the human trafficking the shoemaking industry, the phone making industry, the pumpkin industry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I. They make the little pumpkins. Little
0: pumpkins. I. I just. I, you're right though. It's a nonsense article, and we're talking about it. Yeah. I also hate pumpkin spice. Do I'm you? Honest, I've never. Li- I don't. What, what is it? I, what? <laughs> I've. It's. I, I'm aware it's pumpkin spice, but pumpkins are not spicy. <laughs>
2: Such a good point.
0: <laughs> so why would I like it? It's a nonsense food. It's
2: pumpkin flavor and spices, like yeah.
0: mm-hmm.
2: nutmeg and cardamom yeah. and stuff.
0: Do you really think a lot of slaves were enjoying pumpkin spice? That a big thing back on plantations? No. No, no, it wasn't. No. 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 Is it too much slave talk? Because that's they brought it up. <laughs> I'm just saying. I didn't. All right. <laughs> Everybody wants to be quiet now. I think
1: I've made a very good point.
2: I think you have. Mm. Hippos like pumpkins.
1: All right. Tyson Foods is partnering with Protix, a Dutch bug protein company, to bring insect farming to the U.S. using livestock waste as feed. The bug protein won't be used for human consumption at this point. Instead, the facility will use animal waste from Tyson cattle to feed black soldier flies, which will then be processed into food for pets, livestock, and fish. The facility is set to open in 2025. So, while we're not quite at the eat the bugs stage yet, we're one step closer to it, and it might look something like this.
2: Hal, remind me to get lunch meat on my shopping list.
1: I've added bugs to your
0: shopping list.
2: No, not bugs. Roast beef, turkey.
0: Your family will eat bugs now. They are healthier.
2: Okay.
1: That's what our show looks like when you put time and money into it. <laughs> just going to say <laughs> I remember it was my money.
0: <laughs> I'm out of it now. Um, <laughs> if you want to donate, you can go over to youtube.com slash <laughs> at DT D- D- Landau. Feel
1: free. Please.
2: Please.
1: Please put money there. You never lose when you bet on yourself. Yeah, bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) It's the
0: biggest lie I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) I know, that's, that's true, kids. You never lose when you bet on yourself. That's a very true thing, unless you're anybody who killed themselves when their business failed. So anyway, on Saturday, speaking of people found dead... Matthew Perry was found dead in his home in the Pacific Palisades neighborhood of Los, Los Angeles, California. The person who called 911 said he was... <laughs> what a terrible transition.
1: I <laughs> yeah, you were a little too upbeat for that. I didn't
0: mean to be upbeat because yeah. it really is sad. Um, the person who called 911 said he was completely underwater in the hot tub. Thanks. That person has not been officially identified, but sources say it was Perry's assistant. Who pulled his foot off his head? No cause of death has been released, but he tested negative for meth and fentanyl. Sources say uh, prescription drugs were found in, at his home. However, we don't know what ones. Obviously, we don't know the circumstances around his death. But he's been very open about his struggles with addiction. Uh, he, here he is, uh, which we do know. We know that I don't even know. I'm reading off that thing. We do know that he's obviously he was a recovering alcoholic. A lot of people speculate that he may not have been uh, in recovery. You don't know. Um, He had his issues, huge demons with alcohol, huge demons with uh, Vicodin, uh, pills, uh, all sorts of problems. He grew up with uh, a bit of... uh, bit of a silver spoon
1: yeah he most certainly did i didn't really know that i didn't look into his background until after he passed away but i was reading his father was an actor his stepfather is a famous Mm -hmm. newest personality um he was uh a nationally ranked tennis Tennis player player, yeah which generally speaking
0: yeah yeah you don't really meet a lot of People from the hood. That, yeah. I mean... You meet two. Two. There's is, exactly two. exactly two. And their dad really worked on it for him. Yeah. And then Will Smith got an Oscar and was never asked to come back. <laughs> uh, here is a 2013 uh, interview where he was debating author Peter Hitchens on addiction.
4: I'm a, I'm a drug addict. I'm a person that if I have a drink, I can't stop. And so it would be following your ideology that i'm choosing to do that that i'm yeah, choosing that's exactly my not my ideology it is my belief yes you do choose it is and you it's have a choice. To belief that you wrote in your book correct you, you have a choice over whether you, whether you drink or not you have a choice okay. over but your book or is not. the only book in modern times, that has this ideology. Yeah. So, doesn't that teach you something? Well, it's
1: quite often, quite, quite often, unfashionable ideas are unfashionable <laughs> because they are unpopular with with,
4: with with influential people. Doesn't necessarily bother me. You tell me what the objective diagnosis is to dis- to establish the existence of addiction in the human body. It's an allergy of the body, and it's an, <laughs> an <laughs> allergy of, allergies of what? It, we're supposed to be grown men here, and you're making faces like no, the guy no, no, who's, just, like, uh, the guy just, who's uh, like the guy who's like the guy who's wearing the pants that you were talking about earlier. I'm expecting you to come out in the pants in a minute. It's a objection. It's a, an obsession of your mind and an allergy of your body. So this is what happens to me. I start thinking about alcohol. I can't stop. I can't stop thinking about it. And what's the objective physical proof of this inability to stop? The, there's a considerable proof this is partly a genetic there's, problem, there's, isn't it? Your argument partly is that it's genetic. willpower, Peter, it, Of course it? it's willpower. People, the, no, all it's the people, not willpower. People no, constantly, no, no, constantly no. stop both drinking and taking drugs. But you're just talking, involved, will will a person who's talking who's wrong. Why does this conversation take place on the entrance ramp of
1: WWE Smackdown?
4: I'm in control of the first drink. And so I do all these things to protect myself In a few minutes, Matt does get hit
1: with a chair.
4: But once I have that drink, the allergy of... The body kicks in this is all documented. Alcoholism. So I believe his eyebrows are wrestling twins. Then, <laughs> I, then I can't stop after that. Our problem Allergies with Peter. I mean, I'm, I'm allergic a respect- to aspirin but it doesn't mean you know, i right, Mrs. Doubtfire yeah. Yeah. your thoughts. Yeah. But you have to look at the evidence. What is this allergy? It's an allergy of your body. It's just it's just it's just not it's that your aspirin point, science, wasn't, not that your aspirin point wasn't, wasn't genius but uh, <laughs> but you don't know what you're talking about. That's right.
0: Well, Dave, your thoughts? Well, I, I would have to agree with the guy with the silly eyebrows. I think clearly he's been through it <laughs> uh, and, and obviously uh, ha, has a lot to say. Uh, you know, I think um, I think there's a lot going on, if you want me to be perfectly honest. Um, I don't know how he died, and I think a lot of people do obviously speculate. I think immediately jumping to him in a shirt wearing a vaccine thing is... Mm-hmm.
1: There's a reason for it. Mm-hmm. There, yeah. Yo, I mean, there is a reason for it. There was a soap opera actor who was 50 years old who passed away who seemed to not struggle with the same problems. Eva Longoria's ex-husband this weekend, and I don't. I'm afraid to say that because I want to keep the show on YouTube. And I want to keep the show on YouTube as well. And it's like my accountant just died over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, Your friend died a week ago. A Week ago. And my other friends have died this year. And there's I, I, these things that are, I knew a married couple who were parents who died within a month of each other. You know, one of they were neither of them were healthy either. One of them had cancer, but I'm just, I don't know, I'm, I'm, mean, it's speculative for me. There's these other factors, but I'm like, I don't exactly know if you're unhealthy if that helps things. You know, no, and I think he was unhealthy. Yeah, this is a guy who clearly put a lot of miles on his body. Yeah, and I think that.
0: So I think there is there is speculation, and I think a lot of people wouldn't necessarily. You would go to relapse, but you see these pictures of him with his dad a couple days before, and speaking as somebody who has struggled with addiction and alcoholism, um, I I don't really see you hanging out with your dad two days before, Mm -hmm. because, like he said, when his mind goes to alcohol, you don't stop thinking about it. Yeah. And that's true. Yeah. When you decide to relapse, you plan in advance, uh, you decide to do what you're going to do, and you do it. It's not something and it's even a seed. It's a seed that you'd go, "Okay, I'm, I think I'm going to do this," and then you slowly plan it even though you the other side of your brain goes, "You're not going to do it." You're lying to yourself. You're just slowly planning exactly how it's going to happen and then you let it happen. Mhm. And that's that's how it works. And I just don't I just don't see that, and maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I'd like to know how he passed. And I th- I feel very bad for his family. I feel very bad for him. Mhm. Um I think And I think he's right about addiction, and I think they're both right. You know, Robert Downey Jr. came out and said something very important. He was a a horrible drug addict, and he had gone to prison and everything, and he said it did come down to a matter of choice. But you have to hit a certain amount of hell to make that choice. And he hit that point where it was that really, the choice comes down to how bad are you willing to feel? How much are you willing to take? Because it really comes down to like, do I decide to live or die,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and that's the choice you make, and that's that's it. Like, because you, you can't live with it. if you have those problems, you're either gonna suffer and die. Because like Tom Sizemore, mm-hmm. that's not a life.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You have a brilliant actor mm-hmm. who just struggled and was a, a shell of of the talent that he was for mm-hmm. so many years, and you have you have people that we know, and mm-hmm. I think that's the sad part is. Yes, it does come down to a matter of choice, but the the allergy that he's discussing is the obsessive thinking. When it comes down to it, is the the obsessive relief, the obsessive need for it, the uh, the ability, the inability to stop.
1: And it's so easy for people to say, "Well, you should just be able to stop." Mm-hmm. I wish it was that easy. Well, geez, I'm I've never been addicted to anything else, but it's like I try to quit caffeine for like a week every year, and it's been two years. I haven't pulled it off yet. And that's a tough one,
0: too, yeah. though. That's not even mm-hmm. anything that I would necessarily say is easy. Yeah. I, I, I quit caffeine for six months, and then uh. one day I had to do morning radio, and I was like, I need...
1: Yeah. I couldn't help. And then I was... And then you realize what a powerful drug is. It actually is mm-hmm. when all your adenosine receptors have come back, and you're like... And I'm my experience with that, too, is like, well... I don't want it to lose that effect again, but I just can't do it. <laughs> right. And now I can drink a nitro and fall asleep two hours later. Mm-hmm. And I'm like,
0: "This is not good? No. What about you, Angela?
2: Well, I definitely think a lot of things that you're saying are, are right about the relapse point, especially. And I can say that as somebody who actually had a lot of time uh, sober and relapsed this year. So it's, I mean, it is a choice, you know? Well, that's
1: really brave of you to come out and just say that in front of everybody.
2: Well, you know.
1: (laughs) But, I mean, it's, yeah, but at least you're being honest.
2: Yeah, that's what you have to be.
0: And the part, too, is that your relapse is a choice. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, you do, and Matthew Perry says in that interview, I am responsible for the first drink. You are. Yeah. You're sober, and you've made the choice. And I understand that that feeling in your head is, it's so overwhelming, like the way that I describe it, because uh, like my good friend, his little brother has struggled with addiction for so long, and I, I helped him get clean, and he's clean now. But you know, it, it took a lot of times, a lot of pawning watches, and a lot yeah. of you know stints, and a lot of pain. And what what it came down to, I said, it, it I'm like, it, it's like a, somebody jamming a screwdriver into your head, mm-hmm. and you know this one thing is going to stop it. Mm-hmm. I go, that's how your brother feels. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people will just never have empathy for that. And you have
1: to and as an addict, you just have to deal with that. Well, is, people just won't feel bad for it, and that's fine. Well, it's not and it's not just a mental thing, it's a physical chemical dependency. Yeah. And I mean, when you see people strung out on a street, hooking, doing
0: these things, like especially when you see like videos of people just naked, itching themselves in the middle of an intersection in New York City no one wants that life mhm yeah no one so the idea that that that's not some sort of malfunction that got you there like that like at that point you're so broken can, like the quitting is so painful you will die mhm and as somebody who i was a teenager when i was shaking from alcohol and and losing like i could have died from alcohol withdrawal as a kid so I have a tremendous amount of empathy for him, mm-hmm. and I I have a tre- tremendous amount of empathy for him because he was somebody who was open about it, and he also, he looked really bad Yeah, last year when he was coming out with his book. Mm-hmm. I know it was not, it was a fairly difficult to muscle through, I heard, you know, because
1: his, it destroys your brain. I know well, it destroyed mine. Well, I mean, he, his not colon away. burst. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, his, his weight had yo-yoed, his colon burst. Uh, he had just, when they did that reunion, he was loopy, but he said it wasn't because of addiction. It was because he had just had surgery. It just a had dental had, implants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dental implants. And,
0: I mean. Well, you're going to question it. Mm-hmm. You're going to go digi- Oh Yeah. Then yeah. that's the problem. And and it seemed that Jennifer Aniston was very kind to him yeah. uh, above, and not you know, in a ranking system, but she was always reaching out to him and checking mm-hmm. and seeing if he was all right and, it, it it seemed that he did want to make a life of helping people. Yeah, and that's why I find it so odd that he just dropped dead in, in a pool and or in a in a hot tub.
1: Well, I mean, he said he you know he wanted a wife, he wanted a family, he wanted kids. He even didn't care if they were somebody else's kids at this point because he had a good relationship with his stepfather, and it just seemed like a guy who, and I mean, this could be wrong of me to say this in a way, and I'm not not judging him for it either, who might have started life on third base compared to a lot of other people. yeah. And I remember there was a thing that he wrote about how he was driving through the desert one time high on pills, and he was so euphoric. He's like, if I survive this, I'm definitely doing this again. And I just feel like this is a guy who just had... Uh, This emptiness his whole life uh, who is kind of chasing some sort of meaning, you know, and uh, uh, that you don't get from... Fame, money, material success. Because I was even reading about the guy's real estate properties that he had sold off. You know, he had sold off thirty-five million of them last year for like, like and they said like a modest like eight million dollar home in the Pacific Palisades. And I'm like, well, modest is relative. But. Yeah, that's fair.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's money that that's '90s sitcom yeah. money that will never be seen in television. Yes, again. my
1: four bedroom in Kissimmee. You know, yeah, I no, mean, it was just totally, <laughs> you
0: know, just a small modest. Malibu beachfront <laughs> yeah, you just don't it's money that was made too at a time on t v where I think where he that was will able never to, happen again and Pete well, and people forget he was in movies when he was very young, like yeah. he was in uh it's it called the Adventures or some of Jimmy I'm, Reardon with yeah. River Phoenix. Yeah. So, I would assume he was using heavily then, just by oh yeah, you know, he
1: said he was using heavily since he was like fourteen,
0: yeah, so present company, I mean, he's using with somebody who died outside the viper room, yeah, you know at a time where it was chic, so it's a guy who, and I know by somebody who trashed their body as a teenager mm-hmm. and i i I don't know, I feel very bad for a lot of the people who go through all this, and I think it it all it does have to do um. Dan on Drinking Bros wrote a good article about soldiers and suicide and about losing your sense of purpose. And I agree with him on that. Because, and I don't know for being a soldier, and I don't want to speak for any soldiers out there. I just mean the idea of losing your sense of purpose. Because if you do have a sense of purpose, mm. and a lot of times it's like what you said about having a child like you said Mike Myers had a kid it and it's a different thing and you having a kid and me having a kid I
1: have such a sense of purpose now it's incredible it's like when people talk they talk about it a pejorative way in our culture where it's like oh you don't want to have a kid because you won't be able to do all this shit i like I didn't have a kid until I was almost 40 and I was like that life was bullshit until the day my daughter was born. I was like, what the hell? What 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 was I doing with all that freedom, you know? Yeah. And I don't think I'm sure Angela, you're a new mom. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how does that feel?
2: Oh, amazing. Um yeah, when you were talking earlier about like, um well,
1: like I just can interject, like that euphoric feeling he had. I left my wife and daughter this morning, and it's not because I left, but I'm like, I had that <laughs> for cigarettes. <Yeah. laughs> I, I, I had that. I had that after an energy drink, driving the to police a. At least told me I had. To. <laughs> driving to a park and go because I adore my wife and daughter yeah. so much, but I'm yeah. sorry, Angela.
2: No, no, I f- I feel the exact same way. Yeah. It was just like. I'll, you know, I got married and had the kid later on. Like I, w- I wanted, always wanted to wait for mm. my thirties because I knew I was mm-hmm. a piece of shit in my twenties, and I was just like I wasn't ready for it. I was selfish all the time, and it's just like now, like I can't imagine being happier than I am right now, and because of because of her. And it was like I didn't think I wanted kids for most of my life.
1: Well, and I'm also somebody yeah. who just lived in just a stew of regret constantly and second-guessing every decision. You did. And, and not to an extent that I don't now to even about, like, lunch and stuff, but, like, like I wouldn't want to do anything different if it made my daughter different in any way. Yeah. No, I get that. That's I've thought about that, too.
0: It's like, if you could rewind and change time. Yeah. But, you couldn't guarantee your son it's like then why would i I wouldn't do anything yeah.
1: I wouldn't even want a different daughter with my wife. I want her exactly the way she is that's now. what I mean yeah. there's
0: nothing that you could ever change, and I think that's the the reality is a lot of times your purpose is just something that you don't realize, and it's 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 the selflessness of bringing in someone else, and that's not for everybody for sure, but I mean, I think that the fact that his addiction made it so he died. Extremely wealthy, mm-hmm. but alone mm-hmm. in a hot tub in an infinity hot tub. Yeah, supposedly overlooking. Yeah, living yes. the
2: life. Yeah. yeah, so
0: well loved, and ironically on a series called Friends. Yeah. Completely alone. Yeah, shows you the power of addiction and the in the power of completely losing your sense of purpose.
4: Well, it it just
1: also shows you how hollow that world is, how unfulfilling it is, really, because. It, it, nothing, which makes me feel better about myself.
0: <laughs> no, it, it certainly makes me feel better about me. I've I've had my ups and downs and downs.
2: Uppers and downs. <laughs>
0: no, and, and you never needed that half hour after all. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> I, 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 empty promises. I could. I could. I could. Fill a pool with them, but uh, I don't care. Though I mean, it. it, My son is all that matters to me. Like being able to be there on Halloween for like it. it, Like I couldn't be there on Halloween before. It was. It was. You know, last year it was. The job wouldn't allow me to be. Mm -hmm. Even though that was really important to me. Mm -hmm. You know, and I get that it's a job. So it's like whatever. You know, the year before same, but it's like. Before that, it's like, maybe I had to tour and I I had to leave that night. And it's like, it's, that sucks. And it's like, I finally got to be like, you know what? I get to go. Yeah. And I get to have all the kids in my house yeah. and I get to see, you know, and, and I remember that. I remember just when my son was born and dressing him like a shark on his first Halloween and yeah. him having no idea what it meant, but it just <laughs> meant the world to yeah. me, yeah. you know? And then finally, once he started to get it and how much he enjoyed it and how much, you know, and as time goes on like you realize like that's everything to you is this other person and my friend uh i shouldn't say friend he's an acquaintance but i'm doing a fundraiser actually it's be december uh first in um clinton at the clinton inn in clinton michigan he uh his son uh has an inoperable brain tumor and i'm uh where all the money obviously goes to them and and everything, and it's like if you're able to be there in Michigan, and it's like i it, when I saw that it was just so devastating because I'm like that's everything to me, and I think a lot of times with you look at somebody like Matthew Perry, like I said, I think you you lose touch with everything important and valuable, and I think whether it's social media or fame or what you think other people think of you, so many people wait
1: until that. It seems to be that last moment of their life to realize what's important, and I don't want that to. Yeah, be well, me. he just. I mean, yeah. to me, he seemed like a guy who was trying really hard at the end, but he, just, like I said, he'd put too many miles on the on the on the on the instrument. No, I agree. The, and, the, and another vehicle. Talent. Oh yeah, yeah. And
0: I mean, another example of that is this movie right here, and two great talents that were lost too soon. Oh. Chris Farley and Matthew Perry in what I think is a very underrated movie.
2: It's a great movie. Almost Heroes. Still
0: never saw that one. And And Christopher Guest directed it too. I like that movie. It's uh his whole shit pudding speech, you'll enjoy. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll make a point of it. <laughs> but it's yeah, it was one of those movies that
1: just didn't do well for some reason. And uh I mean, it could they're... be because he uh, just died of a drug overdose.
0: Well yeah. and but that gives That's you an idea of like, who's thing. hanging out with yeah. each other. I mean, this guy hung out with partiers. Yeah, and it's I I really do feel bad for his family and I, I feel bad. For anybody who dies of anything, but when it comes down to addiction, like we were just dealing with in that conversation, a lot of people will be close-minded to it and go, well, how's it a disease? And it may not be, but it is, I think when people say that, they need to realize it's an obsessive disease well, of your mind.
1: Also ask yourself, like, are you addicted to nothing? Come on. I think you <laughs> might be.
2: Everybody is addicted yeah. to something.
1: Yeah. If it's coffee,
0: uh-huh. what else is it for real? Yeah. It's candy? Yeah. Is it porn? Yeah. What gets your dopamine going? Yeah. Is it Mm -hmm. slot machines? Yeah. is it just staring phone? at that fucking yes. phone. Yeah, is it are you one of the people that would play Candy Crush until your fingers and anus bled? Yeah. And I'm not even kidding. That's a real like Why it happens. I your
2: anus bleed.
0: Cuz you sit on the toilet for so long oh, that your I like gotcha. body's giving I thought you out. were like clenching so hard. No, like so people hard. were like going to the hospital cuz they people would break their thumbs playing Candy Crush.
2: What were they trying to avoid?
0: I don't know. But you're avoiding something in your life. <laughs> yeah. You're like I'm busy. <laughs> Yeah, you can't hurt me but if I I'm just... playing
2: Candy Crush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like,
1: I'll be out in a minute, Dad. What do you mean? Their ass didn't just dry out from sitting there so long and then it cracked like the skin on the well, That's there. what I think. Yeah, it's
0: It just, just fell out. Yeah. I just don't think you're supposed to sit that long. You're basically just Danny Glover in Lethal Weapon 2.
2: <laughs> they say that's how you get hemorrhoids.
0: Is sitting too long?
2: Mm, sitting too long on the toilet, yeah.
0: You know, I think you're right because I've now made an effort not to do that and it's helped. Oh. Because okay. when I first used a bidet... It was like someone was stabbing me. <laughs> and now it feels heavenly. Delightful. Uh, you should come over and try it. Uh, it's, I'll pass. I sometimes yeah. use it as a drinking fountain.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's great value. Yeah,
0: it's good. You yeah. can use it as both. Uh, sometimes I just, <laughs> I put toothbrush, uh, toothpaste all over my teeth. Smile big. Uh... And then just spray my bidet all over my face. <laughs> and then I look in the mirror and I go, no one loves you. <laughs> Go, I ain't shit. I ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. I don't think we have much time left, man. Mm.
1: On this planet. No, 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 neither of us. <laughs> the, the W
2: Probably
0: me uh, first
1: because it'll be ironic.
0: Yeah, it's like, That's oh, he true. was so
2: healthy. He took such good care of himself. Of course, really, he's the first to go. <laughs> it'd be
0: really funny when I live to be 108.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: But it'll be really painful. Oh, I already, oh, yeah. like, Kill you're me. Gonna, oh, God, you're going to be a wreck. Dude, I'll kneel down now to, like, put, <laughs> to make money. I'll uh. kneel down now to, like, <laughs> to put. Save your house. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> Look, I, I need, it's, it's just a short movie. <laughs> but I'll kneel down to, like, put luggage, uh, put clothes into my luggage, and the pain. <laughs> excruciating in my one knee. And I'm like, this isn't good. At 41,
1: I threw my back out changing a diaper. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah but you work out all the time. It thing. wasn't. I mean, it was just the angle. I had, to, I had to change it on a bed instead of we were we were we were we were traveling in a hotel, and it was it was it was a lot lower than the than the counter with the diaper pad on it. Okay. Yeah. And so I just yeah I just it was it was an unnatural angle. It's like trying to deadlift. You know, I should have you know. I should I should have arced the back, but instead I I rolled the back and yeah, really? Yeah, I never had that problem. No, I well I mean I have a deadlifting injury too. So yeah, if I oh. if I if I do one foot wrong, I have sciatica for a week. Yeah, I have like three deadlifting yeah. injuries. I've got like four. Yeah, like we're always deadlifting. Well, it's, I'm not bragging. I'm saying I was I did I was so shitty at no, it. Oh, I know you're not bragging. No. I met you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's bragging. Mm. He looks in the mirror at himself a lot. Way he lifts weights is—it's weird. And you you
2: do it like um, like American Psycho. He does. We've made the joke a thousand times.
1: There's just, <laughs> there's just no girl. Just like I'm like Eric Roberts at the beginning of Star 80. <laughs> That's a pull. Yeah, but like I got a gray one. <laughs> I'm the least together, least put together vain person I've ever. Uh, you'll ever. That's what I love about, about you. you. <laughs> like you shouldn't have vanity, but
0: you do, and it makes no sense to me. Like you, like he will talk about how handsome he is, which he is. He's <laughs> adorable. Yeah, but it is funny when he mentions he's like, "Well, I'm a good-looking guy." <laughs> but then in the next well, I breath, thought I that until I saw myself on this show And I'm a ghoul <laughs> Then he'll call himself a piece of crap yeah. for 20 minutes straight And I'm like
1: <laughs> I look like a good looking guy who died a few hours ago That's what. I mean. <laughs> but then he'll say the worst <laughs> thing to me <laughs> And I'll be like Thanks La. But it's funny <laughs> well, well, so
0: Of course yeah. it's funny We always say bad things to yeah. each other mm-hmm. that's, that's what that's makes fun. us friends <laughs> Yes. Sometimes it's just very real <laughs> No but it's what makes us yeah, friends All right. (laughs) My plugs are up first, so I'm just going to do them. Mm. And because you're with me at a lot of the dates. Mm -hmm. All right. You can see me tomorrow night and Friday at the 8 p.m. shows at Little Boy at the Mothership in Austin. Just going to be doing some short sets there if you want to come by. Also, uh, I will be at the Liberty, Ohio Funny Bone, November 10th and 11th. I'll be at the Comedy Cove in Springfield, New Jersey, November 17th and 18th, and Matthew McClary right here will be joining me at the Improv in Tampa, Florida, November 24th and 25th. That's old Turkey Day weekend. Yeah, a little
2: dessert after your turkey.
0: That's right. You can have your turkey and a little bit of... uh, The combo. Yeah, we can dump some gravy on it. Mm-hmm. Turkey and baby gravy with Davy. <laughs> Gross. I know, right? You don't want to have that twice. Ugh. Last year we did I Haven't did. heard it called that in a long time. Baby gravy. Yeah. I have a baby gravy boat.
2: <laughs> it's a made of. It looks like a baby.
0: No, no. It's just a gravy boat filled with my. Are you it's just juggling through it? <laughs> I save it. <laughs> and I just put on a pilgrim hat and <laughs> and I do my own Got Milk commercials. <laughs> For five bucks on OnlyFans. Again, that's at the DT Landa if you want to leave me anything on YouTube.
2: And Mm -hmm. OnlyFans.
0: And OnlyFans. I do a wonderful trick with a
1: banana. I peel it with my anus. Matt, your plugs? Yes, please. All right. Long tail on the end of that kite. All right. Gross. I'll be at the Orlando. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. All right. I'll be at the Orlando Improv with tomorrow's guest, Vincent O'Shanna, this Sunday, November 5th. Also, I'll be headlining Bonkers in Daytona Beach, Florida, November 17th. And like we said, featuring at the Tampa Improv with Dave, November 24th and 25th.
0: And now we bring you to End of the World. Would you buy a house that someone was murdered in <laughs> because John Benet Ramsey's house is for sale? Look at that. What's it going for?
2: 6.2, 6.3 million.
0: Seriously? In Boulder?
2: Yeah. It's a gorgeous house.
0: Wow, I didn't. They know redid Boulder. the
2: basement too. You can hardly even tell a little girl died there.
0: Yeah, you can. Uh, uh, did they redo the walls? Because yeah, I know they, they had to open them up.
2: <laughs> it looks, <laughs> it looks like a grotto now. It's like stone walls. <laughs> they turned oh. it into a wine cellar where she died. Oh, that's
0: nice. It's nice. Oof. There was a lot of whining before. Oh. Um, sorry, it's a, it's that's a dead child joke. Um, not that I find that funny. I'm surprised that Boulder's that much though. I lived in Boulder 20 years ago
2: it's like a famous house and i mean the prices everywhere are up
0: oh that's true i mean it was a renter's house but we went by that home i i it couldn't have been like that at all i mean Being 2002, told 2002
2: boulder is very expensive that's
0: what i heard yeah but i'm even 20 years ago i bet it was like 5% of that mm. maybe not that but then again it was a very rich girl and we stayed with her Mm -hmm. I didn't technically live there We just sort of forced ourselves into the home (laughs) And stayed there partying Mm -hmm. And I also flicked a cigarette out the window And there were a lot of fires that summer After that I don't blame
1: myself So would you buy a house someone was murdered in, Matt? I'd buy a house where there was a double murder-suicide But that's only because I'm a huge wrestling fan Nice (laughs) (laughs)
0: all right the Chris Benoit estate uh what (laughs) uh would you buy a house
2: yeah I would uh I'd be interested in John Wayne Gacy's house because it has a ton of crawl space and I am into that
0: oh that's nice yeah Um, and you
2: know it does
0: uh, ah yes I just uh recently uh looked at one in Brentwood where it has a nice little room <laughs> on the side where you can step on an air conditioner after stabbing your wife and a waiter oh. uh so yeah, I guess i could uh China. I guess that wouldn't be the same house but i could uh I would do that I would definitely do that I'd buy one where somebody was murdered. I actually had one that someone killed themselves in.
2: Well, if you think about it, Mm. most houses people have probably died in anyway.
0: And they don't tell you. There's a lot of places you don't have to.
2: Like probably every house somebody's died in it. Oh yeah. So. I've seen it. You oh.
3: Lots of them. Good night.